2: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
1: Is
3: Kyrie Irving enough for the Mavs now that KD is in Phoenix? With Steph Curry back, can the Warriors get back to defending their title? Or is it too late? And the defensive linemen shown the brightest at the NFL Combine. I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
1: Searching all major sports found. Let's start with the
2: biggest story.
3: This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com/slash locked on today to get started. The Suns said, We'll see your Kyrie Irving and we will raise you a Kevin Durant. That is what happened on Sunday when the Suns and Mavericks faced off. KD hits the dagger. They get a 131 126 win over the Dallas Mavericks. And this has a, a bit been the M.O. for the, the, the Mavericks with Kyrie Irving to play really good offense. Not have enough defense in the end. Four and five now when Kyrie Irving plays for this team. We knew that the offense was going to be dang near unstoppable. It has been defense. Eh, we, we didn't think he was going to help the defense very much. <laughs> Joining me now from Locked On Mavericks, Nick Angstead. A- and Nick. It has been a lot of what we anticipated here. What what has been your impression now through, you know, about 10 games here in the Kyrie Irving experience? Yeah, the, the impression so
0: far is that he's really good and a step up from even Brunson last year and definitely Dinwiddie this year as being that second ball handler next to Luca. It just adds a whole other dimension when you have a guy that in a single quarter can just go out there and give you 26, just go off and all of a sudden you're down 25 and then you're almost tied in a game against the Wolves before the All-Star break. And so like you see a game like that and then you see a game against the Sixers, where he drops forty, becoming you know the first Mavs teammates to score forty in, together in a game, Luca and Kyrie, and you see that, and then you see what he did against the, the Suns when just everything was was going wrong for them in certain ways, and just the shooting alone can can keep them in games. It just takes them to another level and allows Luca to not be his best. Luca did not play well in this Suns game at all. He did not shoot the ball well. There's all kinds of different reasons we can talk about why he didn't, but he missed that shot at the end. He missed a bunch of shots during the game, but Kyrie Irving was able to carry some of the the slack and you were able to
3: almost beat this Suns team that is loaded. And and in the Western Conference, these are the kinds of teams you're going to have to win if if and when you get to the playoffs. Dallas currently sits in seventh, um, a game behind those Timberwolves that you mentioned. Um, Where can they turn to get some defense, if anywhere? Or is this going to have to be a team that's going to have to be teams 130 to 126? Well, if you ask the head coach, he would say that
0: they are going to have to beat teams that way because that head coach has no, no, said... Nick,
3: Jason Kidd, just watching, he's just there. He's
0: just there. He's, 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 just there. He, he's what? I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Kidd has said, you know, this is not the 80 to 80 NBA anymore. Te- you want to see scoring. They want to see this happen. And so this team's going to try to outscore people. And honestly, they are. like they, they, they The personnel is just not
3: going to be there. Is, there. is there a team that you're going we're, we're super worried in a play-in scenario about this team. Cause I feel like if you're the Mavericks, you're going, we're, we're fine.
0: Yeah. I can't go so far as to say we're fine in the West. I don't know if that's something in the West, in the play-in. I don't know if that's something that somebody out there would say at some point (laughs) during the season, like that. I don't know if they would (laughs) Mm, say that. Oh, Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe somebody not on this team right now. Um, You, I mean, you look at like the right now, like Clippers Mavs, it was like, possibly a scenario and that would be a wild scenario thinking about the two seven game series that they played a couple years ago um the other teams though if if it would be a play-in scenario even the Timberwolves the Pelicans or the Jazz like the Mavericks should be fine they should be favored in those matchups that's not where they they tend to be I, I tend to think though that this Mavericks team will figure some things out you listen to Kyrie Irving and You try and figure out what he's trying to say. But the one thing that I know for sure that I I believe that he's saying that he's saying right now is that he's never been traded mid season. And so he was explaining some frustration with, there's all these things that we just got to figure out as a team that usually you figure out in preseason or in training camp, but we don't have that. And so now, you know, Luca and him have, have missed a couple of games here and there. So they haven't even played 10 games together. So they still have a lot of things to figure out if they start figuring some of that stuff out. And. All the losses with Luca and KD or Luca and Kyrie together have come in clutch time. Like they've had a chance in all these games. They figure out some of that clutch offense late. They get a couple of more stops with maybe some more time playing together. Like all of a sudden this turns around. This team becomes a team that can be in the top six and out of the play in.
3: And that's where I expect them to be. Stay up to date all year on the Dallas Mavericks by following Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Mavericks on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports Today your first listen. Coming up, Steph Curry is back, but are the Warriors too far gone? Before we answer that, an NBA superstar is becoming his own worst enemy off the court. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. Secure and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Or you can check out the line tonight on the Cavaliers and the Celtics. Boston just got done with the Knicks last night and now travel to Cleveland. FanDuel has the Cavs as one and a half point favorites. I like that. You can also combine multiple prop bets in one game into a same-game parlay for an even bigger payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
2: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
3: John Morant is putting together a confusing resume off the court, and it's affecting his time on the court. Grizzlies coach Taylor Jenkins confirmed there is no timetable for Morant's return to the team after his Instagram Live video in which Morant displayed what appeared to be a gun while at a nightclub early Saturday morning prompting an investigation from the NBA. Morant's video came in the wake of a Washington Post story published Wednesday detailing two incidents involving Morant this summer that resulted in police reports, but no arrests. In the second incident, according to police interviews attained by the Washington Post, a 17-year-old boy alleged Morant emerged from his house with a gun in his waistband and with his hands on the weapon after a fight between the boy and Morant during a pickup basketball game in the Grizzly point guard's backyard. The other incident was a confrontation with a mall security guard in a parking lot. <laughs> Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball coach Mark Adams for what the school is calling an inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. According to the school, Adams was encouraging a player to be more receptive to coaching and referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Adams apologized to the team after he found out the player was upset about the use of the Bible verse. Adams was already under pressure from influential people around the program because of Texas Tech's disappointing season. In the association, the Jazz traveled to Oklahoma City to get beat by the thunder.
0: The Oklahoma City Thunder complete a baseball series sweep of the Utah Jazz, which is massive in the play-in standings. I'm Roland Stiles, host of Lockdown Thunder. And the Thunder got a big win with SGA playing 37 minutes, first game back from injury, and he dropped almost 40 points. But it was Jalen Williams and Josh Giddy who also made key contributions. Why those three are poised for a big run this year and many
2: years beyond. Find out on Lockdown Thunder.
3: The Magic suffered a close loss to the Trailblazers at home.
2: This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked On Magic. The Orlando Magic fall to the Portland Trailblazers one twenty-two to one nineteen, in a game that was as close as the score indicated. Neither team was able to take much of a lead. Every star played well. With Damian Lillard of course scoring forty-one points, Paolo Banchero scoring twenty-six, Franz Wagner scoring twenty-four. This was not a game that was about the Magic missing something, although they certainly missed Wendell Carter's interior presence defensively. This was simply about making plays, and that's been one of the key lessons for a young Orlando Magic team. Team, is they simply have to be able to make plays. These games, these close games come down to making or missing a shot. Orlando had several opportunities down by two, down by one to take the lead, tie the game, put themselves in a real position to win this thing. And in the end, it came down to Portland made their shots. Nasir Little with a huge three with about 30 seconds left that gave Portland a three-point lead and really put this game out of re- out of reach. It's those little things. It's one play, one shot that changes everything. And that's still the
3: lesson this Magic team is trying to learn. And on the ice, the Flyers shut down the Red Wings' goal scorers for a home win.
4: The first game post-trade deadline is in the books for the Flyers, as now the focus shifts more to individual performance in order to evaluate talent for next season. I am Rachel Donner with your quick reaction to the Flyers' 3-1 win versus the Detroit Red Wings. The Flyers saw the debut of Brendan Lemieux, who's essentially on a short term tryout for the Flyers or frankly, any other team looking to sign depth forwards next season. He had some solid playmaking opportunities, including one on the boards, giving Nick Delorier the chance to steal the puck on his breakaway goal. Tanner Luzinski also returned to the ice for the Flyers coming back from injury in limited ice time. I would say he wasn't great on the face-off dot, but he did have a couple of nice sequences and ended the game with one shot on goal. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in to the Locked On Flyers podcast.
2: Is another story you need to know:
3: The LA Lakers spoiled Steph Curry's return to the Golden State Warriors after an 11-game absence with a leg injury. The Lakers beat the Warriors 113 105, thanks to a virtuoso performance from Anthony Davis. In a game the Lakers did not have LeBron James joining me now from Locked On Warriors, Cyrus Satsas joins me now, and uh, Cyrus, we just chatted the other day about this Warriors team not quite feeling the same. Um, and and there is this feeling of confidence in this team when everyone is together. They're, they're going to be fine. Now that Steph Curry is back, probably want to see some wins. What did you see in this game, uh, understanding that it is just the first game back with Steph Curry?
1: Yeah, it was well, it was a really crazy game, not just in the Steph Curry comeback sense, but also because... Andre Iguodala came back and I think he'd only played three games uh, before today. And uh, he comes in and plays 14 minutes. And um, there were an interesting 14 minutes who's plus 11 in the differential side of things. And um, you don't really know him for statistics, but he made an impact offensively. It looked like the rust effect was much more on Iguodala's side of things than Steph. Steph, I, it's just one of the many things about him that I guess you, you know, how you define greatness is, the fact that he can miss a month and just come back and not miss a beat and you know he was leading score f- score for the warriors tonight but you know they they have issues on the road i mean they're now the fourth worst team in the nba in terms of road record and uh they still have not figured that part of things out and that's definitely a concern
3: Yeah, 7 and 24 on the road which is the third worst um, in the NBA, not like of playoff teams, not like of teams with a winning record, the third worst in the league. It
1: was third? I'm sorry, I, I said fourth. My bad.
3: Yeah, it's even worse <laughs> yeah. than you said. Um, uh, So oh, how wow. do they? How do they turn? I mean, I, I think if you're going to be generous, right, to the Warriors, you're going to say, well, they're the defending champions. They don't. They're not just not going to get up for these games the same kind of way. They've also played a lot of basketball. Yeah. And so these these road games are tougher. The other side of this is like. Well, they've played a lot of basketball, and like yes. that matters too. So, yeah, how do you how do you view the the problem? And then the the second part of that is is there a possible solution?
1: Um, yeah, like I say, it's been a, like today was unusual for a lot of reasons, besides the fact that Steph and a uh, and Andre Iguodala, you know, came back for the first time in in a while. Um, so that's obviously affecting the rotations, but. Um, You also had Anthony Lamb, who's one of the two two two-way players. And again, the the two-way player thing, just an anomaly. I mean, I've never, ever seen any other team in the NBA, certainly not in a contending uh, state of things, playing their two-way guys on a consistent basis like this. Um, And for Anthony Lamb, today was his 50th game. And with the two-way player rules, um, once you hit 50, that's it. You're done for the year. And so now the question arises like you know are they going to offer him a guaranteed deal Steve Kerr came out today after the game and said um that he wants him to stay on the team on a guaranteed basis um but but it's up to Bob Myers and and the fact that he hasn't been offered it yet is really weird so they've got a decision to make there um that's I think going to impact this thing in a lot of ways because Anthony Lamb for example like today played I think 25 minutes he plays really heavy minutes and Jonathan Kaminga, I'm sorry, Anthony Lynn played 27 minutes and Jonathan Kaminga who in the five game winning streak leading up to today's game was averaging 27.4 minutes per game. He only played 13. And, you know, there's a, a an argument, at least with indignation of, you know, which one of these two players do you want to play more minutes? And, you know, Jonathan Kaminga has got three inches, more athleticism is a much better defender. I mean, the upside is pretty universal, but the fact that Kerr is hesitating and playing him. uh, It's just weird. It's just a weird time for Dev Nation and the Warriors. That's for sure.
3: Stay up to date all year on the Golden State Warriors by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Warriors on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, we look at why defensive linemen were the most impressive position group at the NFL Combine. Have you ever searched for something on the internet that you didn't want people to know you searched for? Like, if I don't understand a reference, for example or I see a word that is like a slang term, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know what that word means. I don't know why. I'm, I'm embarrassed to know that, that. I don't want anyone to know that I don't know that word. I know most of you are thinking, like, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm not at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN can keep all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, phones, computers, and even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN number one rated by Business Insider. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com locked. And you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash locked. expressvpn.com slash locked to learn more.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: You thought you had tough job interviews. Well, try running in underwear in front of hundreds of people. The NFL Scouting Combine over the weekend in Indianapolis concluded on Sunday night. And it was a lot of fun. Um, there are a lot of very hungover sports media people and NFL executive and coaches right now. And, and maybe one of them, Keith Sanchez, locked on NFL draft host, joins me now. And, and Keith, we, we like to come out of this with winners and losers. I'm not going to ask you that question because I think it's a little reductive. But what, what player or players stood out to you in a positive way the most over the last few days? I think
5: it was definitely the defensive line slash edge group. I think it was the most impressive. Right, you're talking about running forty times. You're talking about guys that uh, pretty much everyone is two fifty plus. And some of the times that they were able to put up and really showcase those 40 times, we not only think of Nolan Smith, I know he stole the show, but Byron Young, the edge from Tennessee, man, he's mm-hmm. clearly on people radars, as an edge rusher, people felt good about him, but I think they probably feel great about him now. Um, Will Anderson, you know, it'll be a, a point of conversation for a 4-6, right? But what I'll remind everyone is that Aiden Hutchinson, I believe, ran a... a Kind of late four 6, 40 last year, but guess what It translated to um uh, you know, to playing pretty well his rookie year. So it's not as important. so I think will Anderson did what he had to do also
3: i, ha- I have to ask about Anthony Richardson. That was someone I talked to Brandon Olsen, our our locked on gators host, about um there are going to be some people who say, well, uh, he's a quarterback, so I you know four four, four is cool, um the Moses Malone uh, <laughs> the official time. And then you know the the record-setting vertical jump. You go, I mean, he's a quarterback. Like it's not the same, it's not, but it's not not that different, right? Like, what is your impression of the workout and how you how it changes for you? What you think of Anthony Richardson?
5: Yeah, man, the workout is impressive, right? And I think the workout um, it kind of signals or identifies the ceiling for the player, right? And then obviously, there's still a film. So I'll try to put this thing into perspective. So there's still a film for Anthony Richardson. And you know, there's still some development that needs to be there as a quarterback. But luckily, um, you know, we're in the age now, especially in the NFL, where there's not just one offense, right? A pro style offense in the NFL. You have to ask yourself, what is that, right? There's so much RPO. There's so much, um, you know, read option type things that I think that once you identify the ceiling for Anthony Richardson, especially as an offensive coordinator, head coach, you can put him in positions to win because there were really good moments on film for Anthony Richardson that just lacked the inconsistent or the consistencies. Um, but I think you can kind of coach him into that and. I mean, NFL teams should be extremely excited uh, to get their hands on Anthony Richardson.
3: Yeah, I've been saying before the combine, I think he there's there's just no way someone like that gets out of the top five. I, the weekend just confirmed it for me, but I'll be really interested to see how this all plays out. Um, we, we can't go go through this and not talk about some of the players or I think in this case, a whole position group. Where there were questions and then um, they didn't answer them. Um, this is, I, I'm thinking of one position group in particular. I'm interested to see if you think the same one in terms of maybe, maybe you're a little lower on some of these guys coming out after the weekend. Safeties. Mm. man they did
5: not I, to be honest they didn't perform well man they were um you know the, the guys that we expected to run well didn't run well and on top of that they were pretty much undersized right we're talking about guys that were sub six foot sub 200 pounds and then they ran in the high four fives even into the four sixes so now you really have to ask yourself will there be a first round safety drafted um you know kyle hamilton as good as kyle kyle hamilton's film was and you know he was size right he was six four 200 plus pounds he still fell to the middle of the first round based off of that 40 time now you're talking about You know, players that are five inches shorter than Kyle Hamilton, uh, you know, 20 pounds lighter, and they still ran about the same time. I think this uh, safety class is going to be very similar to the safety class with Xavier McKinney and Grant Delpit um, to where there was no safety drafted in the first round. And, you know, there will be some teams that will take safeties in the top of the second round.
3: Stay up to date all year on the NFL Draft by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. And finally, Iowa won the Big Ten Championship over Ohio State in women's basketball and saw the definition of the most valuable player in the process. Kaitlin Clark scored or assisted on 68 of Iowa's 105 points. In fact, the entire Ohio State team only outscored Clark's production by four. That is as MVP as MVP gets. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, who is the most likely to trade up in the NFL draft? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you